재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? Prime time. It's prime time. Well, last Friday, the European Banking Authority published the outcome of its latest health check of 51 major lenders across the EU. And these so-called stress tests, which evaluates the bank's ability to maintain adequate liquidity in an adverse economic scenario, uh, it was they were given generally healthy prognoses, but the result wasn't I suppose what the regulators had wanted. Investors were actually uh, quite dismayed by it. Uh, Their worries about profitability continue, especially because of the uh, stark reality that these tests uh, omitted uh, certain risks such as negative interest rates, as well as uh, mitigating factors such as the impact of Brexit long term. So to find out more about these stress tests and whether uh, there is a potential for another uh, financial crisis in Europe, you can give us your opinions. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. We're going to be joined by an economic expert uh, in the second part of this uh, discussion. Joining us here in the studio, our good friend, our resident expert from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies, law professor Huang Jong-uk. Professor Huang, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Henry. Well, I know that uh, uh, your previous experience uh, as a uh, a Wall Street attorney uh, may uh, give you some insights into this. Obviously, the European situation is not necessarily uh, apples and apples uh, with what's going on with the banks in Wall Street. But as far as these stress tests are concerned, and I, I guess for people like myself, the first time it's come into your public consciousness is during the 2008 Lehman Brothers collapse and the U.S. Uh, going through a very, very tumultuous period. They also Mm -hmm. conducted these stress tests, which I suppose are when financial regulators um, use various metrics to determine uh, whether this bank is financially sound under uh, various scenarios. So if they said, look, we are relatively healthy, at least when we look across the spectrum of these banks, um, the intended reaction, or I suppose maybe not to the surprise for a lot of people, but uh, investors who basically are saying, we're still concerned about this, and we still think that a financial crisis may be looning. Why is that? Well, first of all, uh, the sign that investors thinking exactly along along the lines that you just described is just looking at the stock market prices. The stock market prices for most of these European banks are down anywhere from three to six percent percentages uh, all across the board. Um, and I guess uh, uh, you know the uh, concerns about certain banking sectors, especially Italy. Italy has has been. Uh, 
Italian banks has especially been something of a concern. And the fact that, you know, uh, the banks from really uh, severely hit countries like Spain and Ireland, they have kind of improved their performance. But the fact that Italian banks might be just on the verge of getting into big crisis and Italy, after all, is, you know, third biggest economy within the Eurozone. So I think uh, these various factors and the fact that, you know, the test itself has not been very convincing, I think is really spooking the investors. All right. So they had wanted perhaps something more comprehensive, maybe a little bit more of a sober picture being uh, painted, what they deem to be perhaps a little bit of a, maybe not intended, but a bit of a whitewashing of the entire situation. So that being said, you mentioned Italy, a uh, chief concern. And we're going to talk certainly much more about that in the second part of this, this discussion. But uh, not only you, you mentioned Spain, maybe on a road to recovery, but uh, these stress tests did exclude some of the uh, financial institutions institutions in countries like Greece and Portugal That's right. and mm-hmm. some critics may believe well then how can you get an accurate picture if you're not including some of those more troubling spots do you believe that may have kind of presented the results in a more i suppose uh, favorable way than the actual reality is uh, recounting? Sure. I mean, I think at least in the minds of the investor, maybe it looks like the European Banking Authority is not really being upfront. For example, last time they did the test, they actually gave a fails, uh, uh, pass, that kind of grace. This time around, they didn't do that. So perhaps, you know, investors are sort of sort of thinking that, hey, maybe the, uh, you know, authority is sort of trying to hide a ball. I mean, the, the worst grade, that uh, sort of worst performance among the 51 banks being tested this time around was Italian bank now by the name of Monte del Paschi and according to the report basically you know with the very poor GDP performance I think this bank's uh, capital will get wiped out so I think there are, there are things that investors have looked at and then they're not all, all that happy with the way the test has been performed and there are enough signs there to you know make them worry and I think that's been well reflected in the stock market. So just to follow up on that because we are sensing some cynicism, I suppose, at least uh, to put it mildly, sure. um, skepticism, Absolutely. at least from the investor side as to why uh, the uh, results are not to their liking. Then the question would be, and I'm sure you're not privy to why the uh, the European Banking Authority <laughs> decided to do it this way, mm-hmm. is what would be the purpose of this if if we could somewhat predict that maybe the investors would not be satisfied by these results, if we could somewhat predict that people will immediately point out, hey, you excluded Greece or um, Portugal or you didn't take into these factors. What was it? Was it to try to calm jittery nerves and uh, say, look, these are the results, 51 institutions. We are all uh, kind of getting through these stress tests uh, relatively scot-free. What, what would is it mainly a PR move? What is it? I mean, that is a, a rather, you know, com- convincing hypothesis. Although, you know, I, I have, as you said, I have no, you know, inroads to the, what, what the regulators are really thinking. I mean, one school of thought that is actually, you know, brought up by many economists and professionals who look at this issue is that, you know, look, European co- countries just need to clean up their banking sector. That means, uh, wipe off the bad loans on the books of these banks and, you know, recapitalize them by putting in a lot of money. That by one estimate, that, uh, people estimate that maybe you need to put in a maybe in the order of a 1 trillion uh, euros into the ba- European banking system. So far, compared to 1 trillion, the, Euro- uh, European, uh, the governments have put in about you know, 300 billion euros. So it's far less than what would have accomplished in just cleaning out the, the balance sheets. So by that measure, maybe, uh, you know, what the European banking authority is saying that, hey, even, w- even if we didn't really recapitalize the banks sufficiently, you know, banks are doing okay. So, you know, if, if things will improve. Maybe that's, that's what's motivating them. But certainly, 
variety of things that government has have, have, have done have not really satisfied investors who are looking at the banking sector. Right. I saw the analogy could be some, let, let's say there's a, a, a kid who has a pretty bad cold and he's being told to take this very, very bitter, right. nasty tasting medicine to get better. That could be the one trillion euros that are yep. needed. But he's saying, look, oh, I, I went, I got checked by my uh, <laughs> right. best friend in the fourth grade and he put me through a stress test yeah. and I'm pretty healthy. So this kind of um, uh, syrup flavored medicine should yep. be better for me. And that's really I, again, we can't surmise exactly what they're thinking, but that probably could be the situation. Certainly, I mean, within the regulators, I think they might be within that kind of mindset. I, I think that, uh, that that's certainly a factor at, at play here. Another factor that a lot of people are saying that maybe not completely taken into account in this is that uh, big elephant in the room, which is Brexit. And of course, everyone's been uh, pontificating as to the potential long-term effects and although you can't really predict that either way and of course uh, we don't know the political situation as to uh, Britain and how they will conduct the negotiations for Brexit but that being said um, that does also kind of leave aside a very very important variable that may not be part of the calculations right sure i mean i think that is a valid criticism although when when you think about it and you know if you ask the governments and regulators to say hey when you do stress tests you know just this big thing called brexit happened put it in your scenario it's really unclear exactly how to test that i mean for example what the stress test that eba actually did involved asking banks that hey imagine that the gdp growth slows down by two percentage points or stock market goes down by 25 percentage how does that impact your income statement how does that impact your balance sheet that kind of test you know you have you know very firm numbers you know what's going on and you can reasonably make some predictions but with brexit it's really unclear exactly how they're supposed to uh, you know affect the bank's businesses i mean we know that in the long run brexit means that you know the great britain will have a lot of barriers in trading with european co- countries which means they will slow their growth their overall economy will grow less fast and sort of, you know, that kind of macroeconomic effects we can foresee in, say, 10 years. But it's really unclear right. what if, uh, impact it, it, this is supposed to have in the financial markets. So while I think the criticism is valid, I think it will be really hard to implement in asking regulators to put Brexit into the stress tests. Obviously, this is another wild hypothetical. But should there be another financial crisis that emerges out of Europe. If you are a Bank of Korea governor here, if you're a finance official, if you're a banking executive, if you're an investor in South Korea, how worried are you? How would you potentially be affected? I mean, always, if there's a global financial crisis, always, you know, you're worried, you know, you want to make sure that your country's financial system is protected from variety of things that's happening overseas. But having said that, you know, if you recall back to 2008 financial crisis, um, most of the Asian financial markets were fairly okay when when the troubles were, you know, just overwhelming the U.S. and European systems. That was because, you know, Korean and other Asian banks and financial institutions were not very exposed to, you know, American subprime mortgage mortgages or uh, European banking sector and so forth. I think the same story okay. carries over. So we probably wouldn't have a direct financial impact because of a crisis. But of course, if the Euro- right. European economy slows down, that's not a good thing for Korean economy. We're going to take a short break. We'll have much more on this. Stay tuned. 